Primetime with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1. We have the best team in the entire country working on the rollout, and they're working around the clock. Until a vaccine is widely available, please stay home, continue following the public health guidelines, and together we will get through this. Thank you, and God bless the people of Ontario. That is our Uncle Doug right there talking about extending the uh, state of emergency yesterday, Blair, by 14 days. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be continuing. As as you noted, it would have expired this morning at 12.01 a.m. So they felt that uh, at this point, with the number of cases Ontario's getting, which I think is now hovers around the 2,000 mark provincially, uh, that, that these orders, these emergencies needed to be uh, continued. And I just like, for the sake of London... Who over the past, like, what, RV, like, two weeks here has seen cases daily yep. drop from, like, 150, and I think yesterday was somewhere in the low 40s. That's pretty good, and I, I just hope that regionally we get to open. Yeah, I'm hoping to. Uh, it's crazy. Like, right now we're in the, the dead of winter. I mean, it could be colder outside. Everybody's stuck home anyways, but it looks like that stay is going to be even longer as we deal with the struggles of working at home, uh, virtual learning, uh, dealing with our families and not going cuckoo. <laughs> Because there's just nothing to do. You're just climbing the walls. And, 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 you know, I think everybody, you know, for the most part anyway, understands what's going on and why why this needs to happen. But then when you see the numbers start to drop a bit, you know, plummet. Okay, well, what can we do to uh, semi-resume life before the vaccine gets here? Uh, Ford was talking yesterday about a delay in some of the Pfizer vaccines. Uh, I guess, you know, some of those uh, frontline healthcare workers and people in long-term care homes have had uh, one of the two. But they're facing delays right now with the uh, the rollout of the Pfizer vaccine. But Ford is reassuring everybody, all us Ontarians, that it's coming. It's going to be soon. We just need to, uh, to lock down and do our part. Pfizer... Um you know, for, for what they're doing and, and one of a couple different vaccination options. You'd think like this, like this has come at like a terrible time. Obviously, they're redoing something at the plant in like Germany. Oh, wow. So there's like a hiccup with trying to get these vaccines rolled out and getting more to uh, other countries who've already secured them. But you'd think in the meantime, like Pfizer would just say, OK, you know what? We're short on the vaccine right now, but every everybody gets a handful of the little blue pill. <laughs> You got you got to up your marketing game. You got to make sure that the customer service is there because people are just going to be disappointed with no vaccine. You got to give them something. I'm actually kind of looking forward to being on lockdown a little bit longer, 14 days at least, because we finally started watching Bridgerton last night. And <laughs> got to admit to you, Blair, I might be addicted to that hot mess. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98.1. RV apparently really wants to talk about Mario Lemieux this morning, but it's not Mario Lemieux RV who's celebrating his 60th birthday. Is Wayne Gretzky, the great one. Wayner! Six decades old today is the big 6-0. Uh, we just posted a little uh, meme graphic there on the Classic Rock 98.1 Facebook fan page. He's in tears. I'm surprised he was in tears because he was getting traded from Edmonton to a California team. Yeah, West Coast. Um, yeah, the guy's celebrating 60 years today. Interestingly, perhaps not coincidentally, but I'm going to shoehorn this in anyway. Uh, since his retirement, two of Wayne Gretzky's re- uh, records, excuse me, have fallen, and he gained one additional, leaving him with a grand total of sixty official NHL records. Oh, he's sixty years old, and he's got sixty NHL records. How about that, Wayner? That's crazy. And people remember we've had stories over the years of of times way back in the day when he came to the Ice House to take on the uh, the London Knights. Yeah, when he was uh, with the Sioux Greyhounds, uh, played there for a little bit. 
Even before that, you want to hear an absolutely crazy stat? Yep. Like, just think of your kid. I know we're in a pandemic and we can't have nice things right now like uh, minor hockey. But imagine your kid on the ice at, like, Medway Arena and he's playing a Saturday morning game and he's just netting goals like a six-year-old Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky, six years old. Guess how many goals he got in a season when he was six? Um, When he was six. I'm going to go with 60. 378 goals. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 378 goals. That's a, he's basically playing a video game at that point. He scored more goals when he was a kid playing Tim Bits hockey, if that was what it was called back then, than all of the kids in Tim Bits hockey across Canada combined. In that, like, that's just insane. Yeah, they, Tim Bits, they're like, we don't keep scores just for fun. But this six-year-old <laughs> looks legit. We should probably start keeping stats until he's 60 years old. Just let the kid do what he wants. Give him an Opeachy. I still think that Grain, uh, Wayne's greatest achievement was Paulina. So does Dustin. <laughs> How do you, come on, the secret to winning the Masters, marry a Gretzky. Happy 60th birthday, Wayne Gretzky. Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. There was a, a pizza robbery in this fair town. Yeah, according to the London Police Department, it was 1.40 a.m. on January 23rd when a pizza order was placed <laughs> for a residence on Hudson Drive when uh, the delivery person went to drop off the pizza at the driveway of the residence. And I guess three young males approached the delivery guy assaulted him, and fled on foot with the pizza order. I didn't even realize uh, that, uh, I mean, I knew that London, the London police had, you know, police dogs, Mm -hmm. but they have like a full Twitter account (laughs) dedicated to it. And as you mentioned, three suspects robbed the pizza delivery guy and fled. Uh, Police service dog, known as Carbon, tracked them down via the scent of pizza. Yeah, he found the pizzas too. That's crazy. Talk about the greatest day ever on the job for that canine. This, uh, the, the caption on Twitter says, the pizza was even recovered. Too bad PSD, police service dog Carbon, doesn't like anchovies. Oh, jeez. You know why the pizza was still there by the time the dog got it? Because the guys didn't know at the time that there were anchovies <laughs> on it. When they finally opened the box some hours later, they were like, there's what on here? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, if that was pineapple, that'd be a deal breaker for sure. <laughs> says, as a result of the investigation, a 17-year-old male and a 16-year-old male, all of London, uh, they can't be named under the uh, the Youth Criminal Justice Act right now, but they were charged with robbery uh, and uh, basically for inciting violence and threats right there, too. I, uh, I'll say this, too. You take a look at Carbon, the police service dog with London Police. Apparently, uh, he, he was hungry, too. All he wanted was uh, an extra-large pepperoni. Jeez. Blair's got his hands in the air. He thought that was a great dad joke. Yeah, it was okay. It's not too bad. You know how we uh, we were talking about like porch pirates over the course of the pandemic, people stealing stuff off porches and stuff. Sure. So people have been installing cameras and stuff. Believe it or not, there was footage from a nearby neighboring camera that caught the entire conversation between the dudes before the pizza guy got there. And this is what it sounded like. Pizza dudes got 30 seconds. Hey. This is a 10. The tab's 13. You're two minutes late, dude. Ah, come on. I couldn't find a place. Wise man say, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> Prime time with Blair and RV. 
on Classic Rock 98.1. Tried to take the kids tobogganing yesterday, RV. <laughs> that was the sound of the boys as I forced them onto the sled and uh, down the hill in an attempt just to get them out there doing something in the world, but they just could not handle themselves. They weren't having it going down the little Lucan Hill, eh? Holy smokes. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, I... Do you, have you ever had to try and force the boys, you know, to do something that they're clearly just not into? I'm like, listen, guys, and, you know, I just popped them between my legs onto the sled and said, we're going. And they just would not stop. What, what type of sled were you rocking? It was just like one of those, uh, not a magic carpet, but just like one of those basic blue sleds, low profile, just super oh, simple. You got to up your game. You got to get a GT snow racer. Is that where I screwed that up? <laughs> I just I just didn't know if they'd quite be ready for the uh, for the steering wheel yet to be able to handle that. So I thought, okay, this is something that we can all sit in and try to navigate the uh, the tobogganing hills. Meanwhile, was your five year old Veda on the Clark Griswold metal saucer? She loved it. She was totally in it. She was going down head first and running and jumping onto it on her stomach, and yeah, she was right into it. I'm actually just amazed that you were able to get your kids out of the house during uh, a day of virtual learning. Like yesterday, I was like, Desmond, all right, time to get pants on, bud. We're gonna go outside we're gonna do something he decided to uh just color marker all over himself so that's the day we had yesterday on most days that's the way it feels though even as an adult right like do i put my pants on today maybe not any activity that you can get the kids involved with uh during these times of covid and virtual learning it just feels like a big win on its own i don't know do you like is it worth the struggle though By the way you tell your story, like there I am and Lucan trying to get my kids out doing some tobogganing, some outdoor activities. But quite frankly, just knowing that they're cover, covered in marker and just as happy and warm inside, that's much easier on dad, quite frankly. But the thing is, after they freaked out tobogganing, did they come home and have a big nap? No, they didn't. Oh, well, geez, that's you failed as a dad <laughs> yesterday, Blair. Prime time with Blair and RV on Classic Rock 98. Tried to take the kids tobogganing yesterday, RV. <laughs> that was the sound of the boys as I forced them onto the sled and uh, down the hill in an attempt just to get them out there doing something in the world, but they just could not handle themselves. They weren't having it going down the little Lucan Hill, eh? Holy smokes. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, I, do you, have you ever had to try and force the boys, you know, to do something that they're clearly just not into? I'm like, listen, guys, you know, I just popped them between my legs onto the sled and said, we're going, and they just would not stop. What? What type of sled were you rocking? It was just like one of those, uh, not a magic carpet, but just like one of those basic blue sleds, low profile, just super oh, simple. You got to up your game. You got to get a GT snow racer. Is that where I screwed that up? <laughs> I just I just didn't know if they'd quite be ready for the, uh, for the steering wheel yet to be able to handle that. So I thought, okay, this is something that we can all sit in and try to navigate the, uh, the tobogganing hills. Meanwhile, was your five-year-old Veda on the Clark Griswold metal saucer? She loved it. She was totally in it. She was going down head first and running and jumping onto it on her stomach. And yeah, she was right into it. I'm actually just amazed that you were able to get your kids out of the house during uh, a day of virtual learning. Like yesterday, I was like, Desmond, all right, time to get pants on, bud. We're going to go outside we're gonna do something he decided to uh just color marker all over himself so that's the day we had yesterday on most days that's the way it feels though even as an adult right like do i put my pants on today maybe not any activity that you can get the kids involved with uh during these times of covid and virtual learning it just feels like a big win on its own i don't know do you like is it worth the struggle though By the way you tell your story, like there I am and Lucan trying to get my kids out doing some tobogganing, some outdoor activities. But quite frankly, just knowing that they're cover, covered in marker and just as happy and warm inside, 
That's much easier on dad, quite frankly. But the thing is, after they freaked out tobogganing, did they come home and have a big nap? No, they didn't. Oh, well, geez, that's you failed as a dad <laughs> yesterday, Blair. Primetime with Blair and Darby. On Classic Rock 98.1. Joining us on the line right now is operations manager with Blackburn Radio and Classic Rock 98.1, John Eisler. And, uh, John, we've got something pretty cool going on here at ClassicRock981.com where businesses, uh, basically, you can nominate or be nominated for the local business fund. Tell us what that's all about. So uh, we wanted to, to, to kind of give back um, to local businesses, you know, being uh, a, a, a small local business ourselves, um, you know, we're the only locally owned and operated radio station here in London. And obviously we're owned by Blackburn, who has, um, you know, operated in the market for, 150 years, over 150 years, we understand that um, small business and local business is the backbone of, of our community. Um, we need local businesses. They need us. And so we wanted to kind of give back through through this hard time of COVID and the lockdowns and everything. And so we developed what, we, what we're calling the Local Business Fund. Um, local businesses that are owned and operated in London um, are encouraged to go to the website. Or if you know a local business, if you frequent a local business, go to the website and nominate yourself or nominate somebody that you, a local business you know, that might need some help when all this is over. And at the end of February, we're going to award four of these local businesses a comprehensive marketing and advertising campaign on Classic Rock 91 to help drive traffic to their business. We're also going to broadcast live when we're allowed to <laughs> from their business, whether it's be you guys or Kate or Dan will be broadcasting live, do a show right from their business. So... They can encourage people to come and shop. And this, this isn't just for traditional businesses. This could be for non-for-profits. This can be for, um, you know, restaurants, any, anything, clothing stores, hair salons, anything that, you know, that's local, that's owned and operated here in London. We, we want to give back and we have the opportunity to do that. So we thought that this would be a great opportunity for four lucky businesses to, Get some help, because right now, we need it. John Eisler, who is the operations manager and fellow Habs fan here at Classic Rock 98.1. <laughs> John, you know, looking behind the curtain, for, for everybody that may not work in, say, the media, uh, how has the COVID-19 pandemic affected advertising? Um, well, it, it's affected everybody. Uh, it, it, you know, it, it's affected everybody. It's affected us. It's affected any local business. Again, like I said, we're, we're, we're a small local business, just like our, our partners and our advertisers and our potential advertisers and, you know, people that don't advertise with us. But um, it's affected everybody. But we have kind of the means to give back. And um, we, we want to do that. So, um, you know, it's not going to it's not going to change the world, but it's, it's also going to help um, any business, any of these four businesses, um, when all this is over, drive traffic to their to their local business for sure. John Eisler, operations manager here with Blackburn Radio and uh, Classic Rock 98.1. Uh, you can go to the website, classicrock981.com, with the Classic Rock Local Business Fund. And uh, as you mentioned, John, uh, any, any type of business can apply, right? It's not just uh, pigeonholed to... Uh, any one industry or, or retail nope. outlet, we can uh, everybody can check it out and nominate on behalf of those who uh, might need it. You can nominate on behalf if, if you freaking a local business, um, or you can apply if you own a local business as well. I just want to make clear that this this launched yesterday, and it, it's been overwhelming the amount of of nominees we already have. It is not a voting process, 
So it's it's just you nominate your business, and then a committee at the station at the end of February will pick the four lucky uh, businesses that that will take part in the fun. John Eisler, operations manager here at Classic Rock and 98.1. He's the guy behind the curtain pushing all the buttons. Thanks for joining us today. You can check out the Classic Rock Local Business Fund at ClassicRock981.com. John, thanks for coming on, and uh, enjoy that snowy weather here in London today. All right, boys, you take care. Prime time with Blair and Darby on Classic Rock 98.1.